If you look at a map of Charlotte, you should see two blue squiggles on opposite sides of the city, winding their way into South Carolina. There are businesses, schools, and roads named after them. They are Sugar Creek and Little Sugar Creek. Or is it Sugar Creek? The spelling and pronunciation of sugar or sugar has been a source of debate for over 200 years. Which way is right? WFAE's Nick Delacanal and Cole Del Charco found out in 2018, and we're revisiting that episode today. That's coming up on FAQ City. Stick around. Okay, today we're bringing WFAE's reporter Cole Del Charco to answer our question. Hey, Cole. Hey, Nick. All right, so tell us a little bit about what we're looking at this week. Okay, so here's the question from Donna Fisher, and it's about Sugar Creek Road, a busy road that crosses North Tryon Street. Yes, I wanted to know why the spelling of Chagall Creek was changed. Okay, so Donna, we can answer the when for you. What we don't know is the why. It turns out the road name was changed from Sugar to Sugar in 1968, but that was just the last time. It's actually gone back and forth and back and forth. And this is all tied to a long-standing debate over how to spell Sugar Creek. So what if I told you we are going to dedicate the rest of the episode to figuring out the name behind Sugar Creek itself? Oh, that would be wonderful. Good with you, Nick? Yeah, of course. Where do we begin? Well, I think we should start with Sugar Creek Presbyterian Church. It used to be Sugar Creek with an R, and unlike the road, we actually know why they changed the name. The church is the oldest in Mecklenburg County. It's just off Tryon and Sugar Creek Road. It's a brick building with a white steeple and has a big cemetery across the street. And that's where I met Linda Dalton, who's the president of the Mecklenburg Historical Association and a fifth-generation member of the church. The first record we have of the church is from a Presbyterian meeting in Pennsylvania in 1755. And the name given for our church at that meeting was Sugar Creek, S-U-G-A-R-C-R-E-E-K. It's in writing. But then, in 1924... Someone put forth the resolution to change the spelling of our name to S-U-G-A-W. And it's been spelled that way ever since. Dalton says it was because the church wanted to be as accurate as possible. After all, it's named after the indigenous people who lived there before. The justification was that the sugary Indians would have pronounced it Shugal, or S-U-G-A-W. And this is really interesting because as far as anyone can tell, there's no written language for the sugary Indians. So who knows how they would have spelled anything. So they were just trying to spell it how they heard it. And I really wanted to know, was the church right? So I went to the main library uptown to see a librarian named Tom Cole. He took out a reel of microfilm and put it into a microfiche machine so we could examine one page of a book from 1778. And it looked like Sugar checked out. Kind of looks like a W to me. It does, especially when you go to the next one. On the waters of, there's the word again, Sugar Creek, and it's definitely a W there. But then we looked at an even older document, a map of North Carolina from 1770. Oh, but wait a minute. This is, this is even crazier. Here is Sugar Creek. And down here, it's Sugar Creek with an R. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. That's really puzzling. Is that the, the same creek? Yeah, it runs in. One runs into the other. The debate is at least as old as this map, 
more than 247 years. Oh, wow. Okay, so that really doesn't settle anything then. <laughs> uh, I mean, is there any real answer to this? Well, coming up, we'll hear more about the Sugaree tribe and how they might have pronounced it. Hey there, today's podcast was made possible by listeners like you. Thank you to the listeners who have been submitting their questions on WFAE.org slash FAQ City. And thank you to the listeners who made a contribution to WFAE to support breaking news and in-depth reporting. If you learned something from today's episode and want to support it, share the link on social media or give this podcast a reading and review in your favorite podcast app. And if you want to support the podcast even further, become a member of WFAE with a donation of any amount. Just hit the donate button on WFAE.org and thanks. Okay, we're back. And before the break, we were just about to find out more about who the Sugary people were. We know Sugar Creek was named after the Sugary tribe who lived in Charlotte. And someone who can tell us more about that is Brooke Bauer. I am a professor of Native American Studies and U.S. History at the University of South Carolina, Lancaster. She says the Sugary people lived mostly in the Piedmont, and they would actually move every 10 to 30 years from an area to have fertile soil and other resources. But at some point, they set up a semi-permanent residence near Charlotte. Here's Bauer. There was a small town along the Sugar Creek, what we think of today as the Sugar Creek, of Sugary Indians. I can't remember the exact population count, but it was more like a hamlet than it was a town. So maybe a small village. She told me that naming the river would have been considering it property, which they would not have done. The people who would have named the river would have been European colonists. And like how the Catawba River is named after the Catawba people who lived and still live near it, it seems more than likely that Sugar Creek is named for the sugary people. During the mid-1700s, a lot of Native American tribes in the Carolinas had to band together for survival. Many of their people were killed by diseases European colonists brought, and others died from war and battle with colonists and other tribes. So the Sugaree and a few other tribes were kind of absorbed by the Catawba. Bauer is actually a member of the Catawba Indian Nation and one of the few people who speak Catawba. There is an idea I've seen in some history books saying it's possible Sugar Creek was named after a Catawban word for house. That word is suuk, but Bauer says that's not likely. Okay, well, if we're pretty sure where the name of the creek comes from, the Sugary tribe, uh, do we have any idea how this should actually be spelled? Well, Bauer has studied the Catawba language a bit, and she says the difference in spelling all comes down to sound. So I would go with... Sugar Creek, because in the Catawba language, it would have been pronounced sugary, pronunciation in the throat. And she says to spell it with the W wouldn't be accurate. That aw sound doesn't really exist in their language. And I don't see any word really that ends with an A-W. That's not to say it couldn't, that maybe it sounded that way at one time, but that's not the Catawba language that we know. Bauer actually brought up another example near Charlotte, the city of Waxhaw. One English settler and historian came through North Carolina in 1700 and encountered another tribe. And I think he pronounced it as Wissaki, the same ending 
as the sugary. And eventually over time, it changed or it transformed to wax saw. And I suspect a lot of that transformation is just to make it easier for a non-Catawba speaker. Okay, so uh, this sugar-sugar phenomenon of Native American words getting morphed into something else by European settlers, I'm guessing that's probably pretty common in a lot of places. Exactly. And to answer the question, while we can't be certain of the right way to pronounce these words without traveling back in time, in this case, I think we have a pretty good answer, and that's to spell sugar with an R. Because, as Bauer said, there's no awe sound at the end of words in the Catawba language. Gotcha. Hmm. Okay. Well, there are still some places, as you said, that are spelling this with a W, the church for one. But I guess at least they were trying to make their best effort to get it right? Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I talked to someone else who's Catawba to hear what he made of all this. He's actually the chief of the Catawba Indian Nation, and his name is Bill Harris. While he wasn't aware of the debate, he was glad people had thought about it. I like the idea of someone asking the question, where did the word Sugar Creek come from? Why is it called Sugar Creek? Well, it's called for the native sons and daughters of the area, Sugary. To Harris, what matters is that there is a conversation about the spelling and the people. He thinks those kind of questions keep the tribe's history alive. History is that wonderful thing that happens out there. And I think as individuals, one of the things we should actually try to do is embrace history. Sometimes it's not as colorful as we want it to be, but history is what history is. We don't need to alter it. We just need to understand it a little bit better. Thanks to Cole Del Charco and Nick Della Canal for that great episode. And as always, if you have a question about the Charlotte region or its people, we want to hear from you. Submit your question at wfae.org slash faqcity. And who knows, we may just search for an answer on an upcoming episode. Until next time, I'm Claire Donnelly. 